radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Yeah, we're talking real old people stuff. That's what we're doing. (laughs) You may be talking real money, but man, we're dating ourselves during the top of the hour. For some reason, Tom mentioned up with people. Now, if you're not our age, you have no or older or older. You have yeah. no clue what we're talking about. Yeah. No clue. It was a happy, happy, happy singing group, and uh, and and by the way, I know also know that member because I had a historical event in my family that I went around and told everybody in the office. Are like, I've, I've never, I've never heard of that because it was forty years ago. Oh yeah, you're talking about the uh, like a, yeah, the, the my hostages dad with the hostage returned. <laughs> They're like, that's great, good, thanks, yeah. thousand yeah. year olds, dude. We're <laughs> <Whatever>. old. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Talking Real Old People Stuff. Uh, I'm Don and Tom. We're the really old people talking to you about really old things. Like, well, you know what's old? Money. Money is old. Money's old. Been around. Phones are old. Phones have been around for a while. And guess what? You can still actually use the phone. Did you know that? You can call people and actually talk to them. You don't have to type to them. You can talk. And 855-935-TALK is our number. Look at that. We snuck the word talk in there. So you would but know. maybe for old people, you should give them the numbers because yep. I'd be easier on the numbers. Okay. 855-935-8255. And I got to tell you, if, you, any of, if you've listened to talk radio for more than about two days in your life, you know that talk is 8255. Come on. Mm. Tom. Tom. Okay. You know, and speaking of old, speaking of really old, <laughs> yeah. Who oh. who wants to be Warren Buffett? Raise your hands. Who wants to be Warren Buffett? Everybody. He Every- he, he gets to run this huge fund. He makes money. Doesn't spend oh, much of it. Billions. And he gets, eats eat. He eats ice cream every day. Who else eats ice cream yeah, every day? I'm lactose intolerant. I would not be happy go. with don't, that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, yeah. No. It wouldn't work out well. Yeah, it would not be good. Okay, so you may want to be Warren Buffett, but okay, I'm going to ask you for just for a second. Quit deluding yourself. Let's be honest for a moment. Everyone, listen up. Will you actually be Warren Buffett? No. Okay, that was the answer. You're supposed to say no, not kind of look around for a minute and go, "Mm, maybe. No. It's not over. You're not not, over. I don't care if it's not over. You are I not... could move to the Midwest. Yeah, I could pick stocks. Okay, not well, pick them very well, but I could do both. First, before we get into the story of the day, uh, Warren Buffett doesn't just sit around and pick stocks. This is a a, oh, okay. a a misconception. Warren Buffett's Warren Buffett looks at companies, and then he buys them, and then he tries to make them more valuable through things that he believes will help. Not. That's, you, that's different than trading on Robinhood, is what you're yeah, telling me? Yeah, you cannot. Oh, okay. You buy a share of Tesla, and I guarantee mm-hmm. you, Elon Musk is not going to let you tell him how to run the company. I just guarantee that. Guarantee it. Well, that kind of hurts, but I'll have to go along with it. You have to go along with it. You know why you have to go along with it? Because it's the truth. You know, okay. At some point, folks, we have to accept that there are truths. And this is the truth. You will not be Warren Buffett. Which brings me to an article I read this morning in the Wall Street Journal. Every week, Tom and I religiously seek out the sage wisdom of a guy named Jason Zweig. Well, yeah, Jason writes a weekly column called The Intelligent Investor but would in you, uh, the Wall Street Journal. Would you call Very this good. weekend's article a sage column? Mm, 
wasn't my favorite all time, but well, because the advice I thought was really bad. I thought it was really, really bad. Basically, his advice is every Warren Buffett needs a Charlie Munger. Now Charlie's the number two guy at uh, at uh, Berkshire Hathaway, equally and Charlie, equally old. And, and, yeah, what is and Buffett calls him the abominable no man. Get it? Yeah, you got to have somebody that says no, no, right? Man. Yeah, yeah, and they have their handsome picture here, and they've been managing this fund since uh, the earth cooled. So what? What's what? What was Zweig really saying by this article that everybody needs a sidekick, a, a, a someone off of yeah. whom to bounce their stock picking <laughs> ideas or other ideas? Because you and I have done that too. Yeah. Yeah, Tom- I, had to, I had to admit in our relationship that I'm the Charlie Munger to your Warren Buffett, totally- which made me feel a bit Dan Quayle-esque or maybe Joey Bishop or something, number two guy. But I'm over it. I'll be okay. It's okay. Yeah. And I, by the way, I've been the no guy, and I've been wrong. You've overruled me, and you were right a couple of times. So More than a couple, I'm but, okay with but that. we're not keeping score. <laughs> We're not keeping score. Glad we don't. <laughs> We're not keeping score. No, I, I wouldn't do that to you. But the fact of the matter is, here's what's wrong with the article. This is what's wrong with the article. We'll talk about this more. The implication is that you can kind of sort of be like Warren Buffett if you're in the right investment club or the right little group of people who uh, bounce stock ideas off of each other's little wee tiny pea brains. You will not and should not ever be a stock picker or trader. There is the the track record is that people that do that end up with less money. The track record is that people can end up with a lot less money, a lot more headaches. <laughs> No, we've seen this over and over, and most of the time you end up in financial stocks in 2008, 2009, right? Internet stocks in 2000. You get the idea here. You sort of hear things. You go, I got to be part of that, and then guess what? It goes, or maybe today it's Bitcoin or SPACs or technology, something like that. Boom, Uh over. Don't even even get me started on SPACs. Here's the thing, though. You need to understand something that's very basic when it comes to playing the game that is the stock market you can't win 855-935-TALK retire meet has gone both national and virtual join tom and me along with a host of other retirement experts at retire meet america 2021 reserve your place now at retiremeet.com retiremeet.com for your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, hi, ho, welcome back to the show. I'm Don, that's Tom, this is Talking Real Money, the place where we talk about uh, real money, real money. It's really important, and we want to help you do this better. And one of the things we want to keep you from doing is playing with money. It is a bad thing. So if you feel the need to play with your money, call first, 855 935 Talk, eight two five five for you for the Toms out there in the audience. <laughs> yeah. I need big numbers, real big numbers. Ones. I push my finger. I can't look at that little screen. I can't read those little letters on the little. Your, even your iPhone has letters on it. There, you know, eight two five talk T A L K. So you move to the head of the line if you've got questions because we want to take those. First. Sure, so sure you can. Yeah. Whatever he yeah. says. Uh, mm-hmm. But we were talking about uh, the 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 concept of being a stock investor and we believe i think we believe this i've done a show with him for a long time so i'm assuming you still believe this tom 
that we <laughs> Find out. we believe that buying individual stocks is not investing in the stock market really it's not the right way to do it but that's what so many people tell you you should be doing and this yeah. article by by Jason Zweig said you do need help you need somebody to say no don't do that and that part i agree with you need someone to tell you when you're doing investing wrong when you're okay, confusing you it get with that? do you get that from the the person in the cubicle next to you do you get it by reading something online wait hold on let's let me do by... them one at a time uh cubicle next to you no yeah because a lot of people that's a lot of people get through the guy down there said you got to buy this fund and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah so no i would say I no that to that lot. one no mm-mm Okay, I mean, then online, there are, of course, a gazillion people that are telling you, here's what you need to do with your money now, right? Uh, Actually, I have a suggestion as to where you should turn. It could be online. It can be online. Um, (laughs) This is going to sound immodest, to say the least, Um, but us? (laughs) Yeah, okay, go ahead. Mm. No, us. I mean... There and there are other us's out there. I thought this might be a good idea. I'm going to run this by you. I've never, I haven't mentioned this to you off the air at all. This is oh just gosh. you're going to hear it yeah. on the air for the first time. Now you're going to find out uh, I'm the bomb along with the rest of the audience. Yes. But but here was yeah. I had an idea. What if, what if, like every week, we did a a a, a, a review of the advice given by people on the radio. Like, uh, for example, big names and small names. Like we could look at the advice of Dave Ramsey one week. We could look at the advice of uh, Rick or Rice Delman the next week, uh, or the financial engine guys, or the you know. Now are you asking me? Yeah. What do you think? Should no. we do that? No, no. Because here's the thing: if something happens to you, I'm still going to need a job, so I don't want to make those guys angry. I may have to go over oh. there to go to work. Oh, so it's all it's all selfish yeah, so, for you. Okay. I'm sorry, yeah, that's, that's right. the way it goes. So, yeah, sorry about right. that. Great idea. Though. It's all about really the big idea. number one you. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but no, I thought that would be because, like, does I haven't listened to Rice well, Delman in a while. I haven't either. Um, but I used to listen to him, and I always thought Rick the advice. Edelman, for those of the but uninformed. But he, he always says Rice Delman because his uh, name because is spelled. Because it's easier to type in the internet. Yeah, his name is R I C Rick, not R I K, which is why. But I haven't listened to him for a while, but I generally found his advice to be pretty good. I do too. But the problem is, he was the only one I ever found on the radio that gave decent investing advice the only one i can't bruce think williams. of another one bruce didn't bruce give williams. bruce didn't give investing advice yeah he did i've heard him talk about mutual funds before oh yeah he was like buy some mutual funds it was really yeah, it right. was before okay. bruce was before real money talk radio bruce was more like business life yeah. talk um yeah real money, money talk life, started with yeah. uh real real money talk on a national level started with a couple of people um bob rinker yeah, and I thought his his advice generally is good, but if the problem is Bob had something to sell. He had a newsletter. Well, plus he was he was the market timer. Yeah, he was, and he got boy, he got everybody right into technology in two, early two thousand when it went. There were so, the there anyway. were the Dolans on the W O R radio yeah, network. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course, sure. Uh, yeah, and there was this guy named Don McDonald on the business radio. Don network. McDonald, I you think he's him? still kicking around somewhere. Um, yeah, you know, but there him. really weren't until the l- mid to late eighties. 
Nobody did investing talk shows. Except, no. Yeah, no, even nobody the did. great Larry King didn't talk about money. No, no, often. no. It was really personal. No. And I got a, good, good uh, Dave Ramsey's advice is when it comes oh, to investing. 15 years or something. Yeah, yeah he's younger. Good, no. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's it's awful. Almost almost every local show is uh, pretty terrible. I, I can't I can't think of a single local show that's any good. Can you? No, I can't. Uh-huh. I'd have to. I'll start writing some. You down. start writing some down. We should really check well, that. Paul but, Merriman has a very good podcast. Paul, I podcast. didn't say podcast. I was talking about radio. Yes, there are a, a, actual a few good po- podcasts. We'll do those too one of these days. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number, and uh, we let's change the subject. Let's let Tyler change the subject. Please. Tyler, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Save hey, our guys, show. Good, good, good. What's yeah, up, Tyler? Uh, so I got two two questions. One, uh, so I'm uh, this has a little bit to do with my age. So I'm I just turned thirty years old, and right now most of my money is in my Roth IRA with Vanguard, and I also have a taxable with Vanguard. But I did come across um, a large amount of money for myself. Um, I was wondering, is it a good idea to put a lot of money like in the indexes, even though we're at all time highs right now? I don't want to try to time the market, but What's your opinion on putting uh, a, a somewhat large amount of money in right now at all-time highs? And a quick second question is, um, I know you guys were talking about not holding individual stocks, and I firmly believe in like long-term passive investing. But for someone who's young, even with a small percentage of the portfolio, would you guys not recommend buying any long-term individual companies? Okay, I'll, I'm going to take the first question. I'm going to give Tom the second question. Oh, I love it. Thank First you. question. The market is always at new highs. It, it is. Except for brief, tiny little periods of time when it goes down. The problem with those periods of time when it goes down is that they tend to be very brief. Generally speaking, they're less than a year, which makes it very, very difficult to catch them. Because when the market goes down, investing feels horrible. The other thing you need to bear in mind is that you are 30. The market, unless the world ends, in which case you need guns and food, the market, I I, I can so close, I can't guarantee anything, but I can come as close to guaranteeing that the value of the global economy will be worth more 30 years from now than it is today, as I can be about anything. And in terms of your second question, by the way, my 30th birthday party, I can still remember that one because it didn't turn out well. But uh, so I'm happy for that. But I don't remember. Anyway, mine. so back. So the, here's the thing about individual companies. They're speculative. They're highly risky. They could go out of business. And to buy one and assume you know something more than anybody else that own them is a big, big mistake. So, no, what you said, index funds. Widely diversified, cost low, invest it, get on. You the got money, put it in. New money is going to go in if the market is going down. If the market does fall, which it will at some point, just keep putting more in, just like you've been doing. And 30 years from now, you're not going to remember where you got in. Tom and Don are talking real money. Learn about estate planning, Medicare, Social Security, senior housing, investing for retirement, generating income in retirement, and protecting yourself from consumer scams, along with a special keynote duo, Paul Merriman and David Booth, the founder of Dimensional Fund Advisors. Reserve your free place now at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. 
your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi again. Welcome back to our little get-together. I'm Don. That's Tom. This is Talking Real Money. And our phone number is 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. You can call that number 24-7, too. Even if we're not here, you can call and ask a question. And then we answer them during the podcast. <laughs> um, in that same article, though, by Jason Zweig, the one we were talking about earlier yes. in the program, about how you need some help, he referred to one of the bigger groups where investors has been has been one no of the still groups. is still okay. is you you jumped the gun you well, know doesn't robin hood have a group i think they do yeah but the aaii is big 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 it's old and fifty thousand members it's old it's old mm, they're old okay the people are old american but... association of individual investors go ahead Don. yeah anyway um aaii we've we've in fact i'm a lifetime member of aaii i got that years ago in phoenix um when i was you have on to the get up in the there. front and say hi i'm i'm a bad investor um yeah. Anyway, where was I going? Oh, he's talking about how AAII groups, they get together, they get together, they talk about investing. They talk about investing ideas. Well, Well, they bring in people to talk about investing. Paul Merriman, Don McDonald, Tom Cobb. I did once when I had the TV show. I did once with you. I think I did one with Paul. We did their national conference in Orlando. We did, yeah. Um, But here's the thing. This article was really interesting. All of you AAII members, are you aware? Were you aware? Because I did. I wasn't aware, and They've I'm an AAII member. That that they they were going to shut down all of their local branches, all of their local chapters, at the end of February. <laughs> all the local well, they, chapters. Apparently, apparently, they didn't make a big public announcement about this. They have uh, no. Four locations. One of which here is in the Northwest. They have a group that meets in Seattle, well, Mercer Island, technically. But uh, no, I hadn't heard a thing. Uh-uh. And then they did it. And then they, they apparently Jason called them to say, wow, about this. And the, and the president said, well, that was a bad idea. We're rethinking it. Rethinking it. But isn't that interesting yeah. that they are thinking about getting rid of local chapters? Because. I have been saying for a while that I think AAII, the American Association of Individual Investors, is moving more toward a anything-for-a-buck model. The it, Now it reminds me truly of Motley Fool. Yeah, yeah. Because it kind of has a newsletter feel, kind of has a here's-the-hot-thing feel. you got to know yeah, about and they, this they, today. They claim they have a system that beats the market. I get, I get yeah. reports on that silly thing all the time and the reality is it's a it's a small company stock picking service and the only way it ever beats the market is if you're the very first person to buy the lightly traded stock that they suggested the first one if you're the second or the the third or something oh my gosh Mm -hmm. they're tiny they're tiny so the minute somebody buys the stock the price just shoots right up uh and and that concerns me i'm not accusing anybody of anything untoward I would never do that, but it does concern me that uh, somebody somewhere could front-run this kind of stuff. It happened once with Business Week many years ago. I do not remember Where that. somebody at their printing place was oh. getting hold of advanced copies of Business Week, and it would go through, and the stocks they were positive on, he would buy before it hit the newsstands. 
good strategy and was front running the because inevitably when you get when something gets a lot of publicity sure. a lot of yep. excitement is generated one of the most it's happened with kramer yep. it's it hap, look it happens with bitcoin sure all yep. of the bitcoin of exchanges they're just crazy promotional oh bitcoin's the next thing it's very discreet and and you see when they're promoting it it goes way up and then when people go <laughs> so what happened last week so i when bought it went from forty thousand to 32 yeah but whatever, what like happened what minutes? happened over the past year where it went from like three thousand to forty thousand i don't what I, is wrong I, with people purely speculative investment is it not a productive asset in any way shape or form period so, anyway period if if you're an aaii member you might want to check and see if your club's still gonna be there yeah <laughs> and I, i'm i'm somewhat reticent to pick on aaii because i think I the local mind. chapters have their heart in the right place i agree. They really are trying I to agree. help people i don't think the national organization you, may I don't necessarily think it does, does yeah no because we went to that convention and you could see this remember what remember what the big sessions were up there promoting that when we were oh. there Marijuana stocks. Yeah. You got to get into yeah. marijuana. I was like, oh, uh, alternative God. energy stocks. How high do you have to be to buy marijuana stocks? Come on, man. Take another puff. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. Where's your daughter? We need the dad joke arbiter. She's not in the studio audience. 855 Talk is our phone number. Give us a call. We've got lines open for you. We'd love to help you manage money better. Tom and Don are talking real money. Now everyone can meet the retirement of their dreams at Retire Meet America 2021 online. Sign up now for free at retiremeet.com. That's retiremeet.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. So how's your financial life? You want to better it? You want a great future? You want a better retirement? Oh, go to retiremeet.com for that. Uh, or call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. This is Talking Real Money. And Bob, thanks for calling. Hey, Bob. Hi, Don. Thanks for taking my call. Our pleasure. Hello. What can we do for you? Oh, okay. What can we do I for you, sir? Got a question about the qualified longevity annuity contracts. Thank you, Lack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gimmick, gimmick, okay. gimmick, 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 gimmick. Okay. In two years, I have to take my first RMD, and, well, it sounds like, I guess, Fidelity is advertising that stuff, and I could yeah. start one of those next year to decrease my RMDs, which would decrease my tax bill. Yeah, I don't need my money uh, in the 401k for living expenses for another 15 years, according to the financial planner that I use. So I thought yeah. that would be a way to put money away. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, the, what I do like is the deferral of the taxes. So if you're in a in a higher bracket, that's the only thing they've got going for them for themselves. That's it. That's the one thing a QLAC has going for it, is that ability to defer. Defer. The tax, See, which means you eventually you're pay still the tax. Have to pay it. Somebody's going to have yeah. to pay it. Somebody somewhere has to pay it. Um, and the problem with QLAX is that because they're annuity contracts, because they lock your money up, uh, because they the insurance company has to make a lot of money, they tend not to be as lucrative. In fact, it's almost impossible for them to be as lucrative as just making investments on your own because you've got too many people in the middle with their hands out taking little chunks of your dough. 
So then the question you have to answer is, is it make sense to defer taxes or just pay the tax and probably make more money on your money? Because remember, as you take money out of the QLAC, what you have to do, you're paying taxes on it, just like you would taking the RMD. So it's it's only a matter of putting it off for a little while. And in the process, you you got to be careful, really, truly, from whom you get these things, because some of them carry huge commissions and therefore really high internal fees that are never disclosed. So I I am not a huge fan. I'm really not because it's not a it's not a permanent solution to the issue of RMDs. And by the way, this is just a general investing slash retirement slash income rule. We are not a fan of mixing insurance products with investment products Never generally. We, we're okay if you just say, I just want to get a steady amount of income from something I saved to get maybe an immediate annuity, give the money to somebody, they're giving you part of it back. I'm, I'm, I'm generally okay with that if it's the right provider. But once you start veering from there, eh, you're into no man's land for me. And the other thing is, is Bob, is this money, are you going to want a steady income from this annuity? Because that's one of the features of it is that down the road at some point it starts paying you a steady taxable income. Is that something you're looking for? Yeah, they, they claim uh, I could work, not start until I'm 85, another 15 years from now. Oh, that's absolutely no, true. Wife. So you don't that's need true. the money? No, not at all. No, wife and I, we're doing fine in retirement and, and what what are you invested so, in right now? What what would what are you what kind of investments do you have from which you would be taking this money? Uh, index fund uh, Fidelity. I left my four hundred one k at Fidelity. I like the investments; they're okay, pretty cheap, I think. Uh, the, it's a large cap fund and a mid cap fund and um, bond fund, the index fund. We're on board. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what I need you to understand. You are going to be literally cutting off your nose to spite your face. You are going to be going into a product that will put off a little tiny bit of taxes because your required minimum distribution is going to be quite small. Figure out what the taxes will be. I bet it's a couple thousand bucks at worst case, worst case scenario. Figure out what the taxes are. You're going to be giving up a, a return that is likely to be dramatically better to the tune of two or three percentage points on average a year to save a little money in taxes today that's going to have to be paid eventually. I, I just By the way, if he doesn't it. if he really doesn't need the money. Yeah. You could give it away charitably and save taxes that. Oh way. yeah, that's true. That's another way to do it. Yeah, I mean so if you had a church or if, Yeah, if it's money you're going to give away, you can get rid of that that taxation and that tax permanently forever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I mean that's another thing to think about. So Thanks, Bob. Appreciate Thanks, Bob. the call. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. The insurance oh, I... industry is so creative. Oh, Well, no, and I love I love this quote uh, that somebody gave me. A friend sent this to me last week. For me, plain vanilla investments offer the best return. Yeah, well. That, that makes sense. Plain Just vanilla simple. is also, plain investing is also really easy to understand. And don't you want that? 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking Money. Our biggest event of the year, Retire Meet America 2021, is now available to everyone in the country, and it's absolutely free. Sign up now at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Oh, gosh, that was funny. 
Thanks, Tom. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah. Okay. Now I got to share it with the audience because uh, I see because you were it's your fault. You you brought it up before the break was over. Uh, Tom's wife is the queen of wood-fired pizza in the Pacific Northwest. She has this company called. I think you probably could say that actually. Pompeii Wood-fired Pizza, killer killer pizza. Well, tomorrow she's doing like a big showcase for weddings where she's. Showing off all the cool pizzas that they do. Now, pizzas yeah. become a wedding catering. dish. Yeah, catering. Cater- I mean, there's, there's lots salads. of catering. There's, there's salads. Sure, yeah. But, of course, of course. but Tom, who thinks a lot of himself, <laughs> and it's really quite a good thing that he has both his wife and me uh, uh, to keep him grounded. He said, "Don't wouldn't you like me, the charming one, to be there helping you? And she said, yeah, no. I'm staying at home. Yeah. I guess I'm out. <laughs> I can at least set the fire. I'm an Eagle Scout, but no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I, so, I think she even knows how to do that. I know. Sorry, so, dude. I'll be home watching football and where would you? Okay, where would you rather be? I would rather be at the pizza thing, talking yeah. to all those people. You would not. Mm, would you so. rather? You... I, I honestly really don't care about the games tomorrow. Yeah. I really, okay. Honestly, my heart of hearts, I don't. I probably because I'll watch them. Chiefs. I, but I won't care. Yeah, eight, I hope they lose. Eight five five nine. I don't care who they're talk. playing. I, I hope don't they care. lose. They're out. Yeah, uh, let's see, Lonnie, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Lonnie. Hey guys, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate your rapport with one another. You're fun to listen to. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. It's kind. It's only hey, two hours uh, a week that I have to be nice to him. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hey, a uh, couple of questions. One, I uh, I sound a lot like one of those guys you talk about uh, having uh, individual stocks. I I've put in you know a thousand here, a thousand there through the years, and and uh, I'm up to about thirty thousand dollars in just individual stocks spread all over um, between you know just feels like everything, uh, just a little bit here, a little bit there. And I was wondering um, if I were to take some of that out of the individual stocks, like you suggest, where would I put that? That's my first question. A thousand here, a thousand there. Pretty soon you're talking real money. This is so easy. It's V as in Victor, V as in Victor, T as in Tango, VT. It is an exchange traded (laughs) fund. Wait, wait, wait. Just stop there. A two-letter answer. How about, <laughs> it's a two-letter answer, it's Tom. It's a two-letter uh, answer. It's an exchange-traded fund operated by Vanguard. It holds, I don't know, it, like 9,000 securities around the world, and you get it at, I think it's like Hold 10 on. basis points. Or, I'm checking cheap, 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 latest cheap, 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 cheap. If I had to go one place, one stop, simple, take 30 or 40 grand, that would be the place. Eight, v is in eight one-hundredths of one percent. Pardon me. Eight, yeah. Eight, what we call in the business basis points. V is in Victor. T is in Tango. VT. Go to Vanguard.com. How many stocks account, do they have now? There. They have... Um, it's like 8,800 no, or something. No. Eight, oh, yeah. 80, eight, eight, ex, wow. 8,800, 8,793. Right, so the brain good. is still engaged. Good to know. Yeah. Does that help? All right, give us your second one. Well, that... My stock money is just kind of, it's, I, I hesitate to say play money, but I do enjoy kind of, you know, picking and, and choosing and playing a little bit and things like that. But now that it's up to a pretty decent amount, I was looking to take some of that. So I'll, I'll check out that. Thank you very much for that. Okay. Uh, I, also have a, I also have a 403B. I'm a, I'm a teacher, and uh, I, don't, I don't do anything with it. They just put the money in there, and I just kind of 
watch, wait for my balance to come. I didn't know if, if that should be something I should be self-directing in a different direction uh, or if I should just let it continue to do what it does. Uh, you know, I think the, the, the big bubble is going to burst here before too long. Is that something that I mess with a 403B and try to self-direct it away from uh, a bubble burst in situation, or do I just kind of let that ride? I've never touched it before. How old are you, Lonnie? How old, how old are I'm you? 48. Just okay, first of all, you don't care about a bubble because you're not going to use the money for 10 to 15 years. So a bubble, the only time a bubble would matter is if you're going to need the money within five years. That's the only time I'd even think about a bubble, period, end of the case. But number two, it sounds like it's going into a lifestyle type of fund, probably that's adjusting for your risk return ratio and how old you are and how many more years are going to work. So it's probably doing that on your own. Here's the issue. The trade-off is if you say I'm going to self-direct it, then you got to pick the mutual funds. you got to do the right mix, et cetera. For people that really are not interested in doing this day-to-day, week-to-week, year-to-year, I think a target date or lifestyle fund is just fine. Don, do you know the name of the fund it's in, Lonnie? I do not. Okay. Uh, because I, I'm with Tom. It's a target date fund. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Because here's the problem. You feel like this may be a bubble feel do you know it for a fact (laughs) absolutely not do you let's assume it is a fact that it will the bubble will burst for a while do you know when that will happen well i was going to ask you that (laughs) yeah see i don't know that either and wait here's the last one once it does it remember we had one in march it went down um do you know when it's going to go back up again you got to well, make all of, of these that, calls right. Yeah. You got to get every one of those right. On top of that, if you're still working at 48 and you're going to work for another decade, you're just buying more shares at a cheaper price after the bubble bursts. It's good news for you, bad news for old guys like us because we're trying not to lose money because we're getting closer to retirement. So that that's actually works in your favor. And yet, despite the fact that we're old, we're still actually relatively aggressively invested because oh, yeah. we know something. We know something for a fact, and that is that the stock market has grown over time since the beginning of its time. Just give it enough time. And I'm not taking all my money out when I turn 70 or 75. Lots of it's still going to ride. So I'm not worried, nor should you be. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. 855-935-TALK is our number, and Jeff is up next. Hi, Jeff. Welcome to the show. Long-time listener, second-time caller. Thanks, guys, for answering a couple of questions that <laughs> Thank I Thank you. That's, now, that's what I, we don't hear. That's great. That's the first time I've ever Thank heard second-time caller. I love that. Go. <laughs> How can we help? Go. Uh, um, I, I got your VT funds, which is great for Fidelity, but um, and I know you're, what you're going to say, so I have plenty of 401ks and so forth, but, but I have a, 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 a fund account, like a fund account of about 150000 and I just play around in the stock market, but I look at stock splits and I know it doesn't matter, but I'm going to give you an example really quick. So I know Netflix, this was about two years ago. I read a big article on Netflix on their subscriber base, but not on the national, on a, not on, not on USA, but the global market. So after this, it was too expensive. It was like $700. And when it split, it was about a hundred dollars. So I bought, I think 50 shares or maybe a hundred shares, but that hundred dollars went now it's at 500 or $600. So I'm just wondering, is that a play? It's kind of my fun money, but I do like to dabble in the stock market, but it, but it's really after the stock splits. 
So I'm just wondering okay. you're, you're curious. Well, there's no, there, there, absol- there is absolutely no evidence that a stock split does anything for a stock, and it makes no sense that it would anyway. The reason a company like, and here's why it appears that stock splits help, because there's this little thing in the market called momentum. When a company is hot and their price is rising rapidly, there is a period of time, even after that it's not supported by the company's earnings that the stock continues to rise a little bit. So you've got this momentum carrying these stocks up. So when they get expensive, there's a psychological, psychological benefit for the company to split its shares. And they only split when they're in a rapidly rising market environment, which with that momentum makes it appear that the split actually made the stock make more money, which it did not do. The stock didn't make more money. Stock split playing only works sometimes, and it only works in a, a for growth-oriented stocks, which actually underperform long-term. you got to be careful of those. And the other thing you need to think about is, really, do you want to play? Play with $150,000? Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. I got to tell you, if you play with money, I think I'd find another hobby. I mean, really, money, money's serious. And I, I, I don't know how rich, uh, Jeff was, but 150 grand, that's not play money. That's real. That's serious. I wouldn't play with that. I'd invest that stuff. In, agreed. And by the way, we're going to be talking about investing. We're talking about retirement income. We'll talk about all things retirement coming up at Retire Meet one month from today, Ooh. February 20th, February 20th. And you can register right now for Retire Meet America 2021 at retiremeet.com. Great speakers like Don over there. Yeah, Tom Paul over Merriman, there. Like Dan Quayle here, you know, I mean, all the number two guys, all the number one. You got David Booth from Dimensional Funds. He's the number one guy at Dimensional Funds. He's like the chairman of the board. He's the Frank Sinatra of Dimensional Funds. (laughs) Yeah, it's really easy to sign up, too. It's an online event this year, so it'll be everybody in the country. That's why we call it Retire Meet America. Tickets are free because you got to buy your own lunch, but hey. It's a great deal. Just go to t- to retiremeet.com to sign up. Retiremeet.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now? 